Welcome to my podcast. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast. Today is Monday, May 9th, 2022. And it's nice to be back home in Lake Placid after spending two weeks in sunny Florida at Disney, uh, where I had a fantastic vacation. And uh, so my grandson and my family, whatnot, was really wonderful. Very nice. But, you know, um, the politics around Disney are awful. The uh, location and the venue is great for vacation, but uh, the politics surrounding it are terrible. Um, and uh, w- what it is, in case you're not totally familiar with it, is that uh, over uh, quite some time, the Disney Corporation has become very woke like the rest of uh, uh, um, the big uh, corporate elite companies in the country. Um, and um, and uh, when Florida parents had enough of uh, what's going on in their schools with the introduce, introduction, in particular, of gender identity, uh, brainwashing and grooming, um, not to mention CRT, um, f- the legislature overwhelmingly passed a law saying that uh, in third grade or lower that uh, the teachers can't introduce this kinds of stuff uh, to the children and that this is the province of the parents at home uh, to deal with as they as they wish. Um, Disney adopted an immediate re- negative reaction against it um, and uh, claimed that it was an anti-gay measure and an anti-trans measure, which it is not. It is it, the, the word gay is not even mentioned in the legislation. But nevertheless, um, the um, the the uh, Disney Corporation uh, thought that it was appropriate to attack um, the the legislation. And so they did. And uh, DeSantis uh, stood up to um, California. Uh, the Disney Corporation, of course, is uh, is based in California and has all those California values that we've become so familiar with um, uh, over the year over the years. And um, DeSantis uh, said, uh, "Nope, you're not going to uh, stop us. And as a matter of fact, if you keep this up, we're going to uh, we're going to uh, end your tax." Uh, uh, not exempt, but uh, your taxation authority basically over your own existence. That tax, uh, Disney is actually its own little government entity called uh, Reedy Creek. And um, so uh, DeSantis came back and said that we're going to uh, prevent this. And uh, uh, so they did. The legislature took away the self-governing uh, status of, of Disney um, in reaction to uh, Disney's uh, behavior. Now, while I was down there, I noticed that um, there was a lot of people that were, uh, I would say, downright outraged about the Disney Corporation and what they're doing. And it turns out that uh, most of the employees, Disney employees, also oppose what the corporation is doing. So Disney is under a lot of pressure. But this opens up uh, a discussion of a more general issue. Um, and, and so Disney is really the tip of the iceberg. And, and really what's going on is over the years, our educational system has become infiltrated with uh, Marxist and anti-American ideology. Um, I can tell you a story that, that really br- brings us into focus. In 1974, approximately, I got my first uh, job as a professor um, at uh, New York Institute of Technology, and the chairman of the department in September introduced me to my office mate, 
I had to share an office because I was a lowly assistant professor. <clears throat> and um, and uh, uh, in a discussion I had with my uh, new office mate, he asked me what my theoretical orientation was. And I said, I don't really have a theoretical orientation. I like uh, I like facts. And uh, so I asked him what his theoretical orientation was, and he said he was a Marxist. And uh, so for that reason, I uh, uh, soon got uh, uh, uninterested in remaining in a, in a college environment where the prevailing mentality was openly Marxist. But that was a long time ago. That's like almost 50 years ago. And uh, at the time, I probably thought that his comments made him an outlier. How wrong I was, <clears throat> the reality was, is that over the years, more and more professors uh, became Marxists and introduced their Marxist ideology and thinking to their students without the students even knowing it. And as you all know, that uh, Marxism is based on the idea of, of conflict. It's a conflict model of history. Uh, originally, uh, Karl Marx uh, uh, applied his conflict model uh, to class conflict. That is the moneyed classes versus the worker class. Um, that all went up in smoke when the Soviet Union died because the Soviet Union, of course, was a Marxist communist nation and the communism totally failed there. And um, <clears throat> for all the problems that we're having with Russia, they're not communist. Uh, they're, they're authoritarian, more fascist than anything else, but not communist. Um, but here in the United States, there are uh, lots of Marxists in our educational institutions and they no longer use class conflict. They use victim conflict. So the idea of the new American Marxist uh, movement is to highlight all those who have been oppressed and victimized by our so-called oppressive uh, society and um, and put them at odds with traditional America. Uh, so um, uh, one example of that would be the transgender movement that transgenders have have been uh, have been oppressed by um, our society. So, of course, they're going to screw women in athletics uh, by uh, allowing uh, biological males who say that they're girls uh, to compete against women and thereby destroying decades of hard work that women have gone through uh, in order to be able to have competition similar to what men have. Um so uh, right now, uh, this whole idea of Marxism infiltrating our schools is 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 a big deal. And um, it, it is a big deal in Florida, but it's a big deal in New York and it's a big deal throughout the entire country. As a matter of fact, um, I just read an article recently that indicated that a textbook that is used for AP history, AP mean meaning advanced placement History in, in high school, if you're, you've got the grades, you can take college courses and AP history is a college course. And, uh, the textbook, uh, was written, that's used for AP history, uh, is, it was written by a Marxist, a, a Marxist not only, uh, in, in name, but one who actually wrote a book detailing the, uh, the, the Soviet view of the American, uh, capitalist system. Uh, so uh, a, a point of view that's that's radically anti-American and anti-freedom and anti-capitalism. Um, so um, in our schools, we we are having the infiltration of uh, this Marxist ideology, and it's happening in two ways. One way it's happening is it's happening actively with the actual introduction of the 1619 Project, which uh, 
uh, was started by the New York Times and to actually edu- use it as a curriculum to educate kids uh, with it. And it is decidedly anti-American. Um, and um, the second way is a passive, almost stealthy approach to introducing bit by bit, a little here, a little there, so the parents don't get too angry about it. And that seems to be happening in large measure throughout the United States. It um, it could take the form of teaching young kids without parental uh, permission that if they have a penis, um, they don't have to be a boy. Can you imagine that if your son uh, came home from school and said, the teacher told me I don't have to be a boy. Do I have to be a boy, mom? You know, uh, this is the, this is the kind of crap that, that is going on throughout the country. Um, and, um, the Virginia election tells us that parents really have had enough. Moms and dads are disgusted with this. And that's why Youngkin is, uh, the governor of Virginia now, because that's, that's what he ran on. He ran on, the idea that this was going to stop and that the the, the schools and the, the union, the teachers unions are not go- going to run the show. The parents are going to run the show. Um, so here in New York, we have a similar situation, although New York is well behind the curve. It's a deep blue state like California <clears throat> and uh, highest taxes in the land, by the way, folks. Uh, so um, it, it, we have the same situation here now. I'm going to tell you about a local school board election here in Lake Placid, New York, where I reside. Uh, that really is a uh, a mirror of what's going on in the country as a whole. We have a school board election coming up in a couple of weeks. And I've tried very hard to get all of the candidates to come on my podcast and to disclose what their ideology is about our schools. Um Lake Placid schools are not doing that great compared to many other districts in the country, but American schools in general compared to the rest of the world aren't doing well either. So while the woke ideology is going up, academic achievement is going down. And I think uh, the last I, I read is America is, t- is, is rated 28th in the world in overall academic achievement. How are we going to compete into the rest of the 21st century with such terrible, terrible academic performance. But here in Lake Placid, our schools here are not even doing that well against the rest of the state. So um, this, the district raises many millions of dollars every year in taxes. So I think it's only appropriate to uh, for the uh, candidates for the school board to make public how they want to spend that money and what they're going to do to raise the achievement level of our students in Lake Placid. And number two, what are they going to do to stop the infiltration of this Marxist ideology into our classroom? So since I've gotten absolutely no takers, no one wants to be on my on my podcast to do this. So what are they afraid of? They I guess they don't want to want the public to know, you know, what what they believe because they're afraid. Now, what what does this mean? I think it means that the left leaning members of the slate of candidates think that if they keep their mouth shut, they're more likely to get elected. And I think the conservatives don't want to say anything because they're afraid of backlash. Um, so um, uh, since no one wants to talk about what their views are regarding how to make our sc- local schools better, and by the way, this applies to the nation as a whole, we should all be electing 
school boards that want to improve our kids' uh, academic achievement, as well as getting rid of the uh, Marxist uh, infiltration into our schools. Um, if no one wants to uh, talk about it, it's very hard to inform the uh, voting public as to what the issues are, really. So I've advised uh, many people on my Facebook page that, look, if, uh, if the candidate does not want to discuss what they're going to do to better spend our tax money to improve the, uh, the achievement of our students, and if they don't want to examine the textbooks for their content, uh, to see whether or not um, they should be eliminated because they contain content that is anti-American or uh, or pro-Marxist. Uh, if they're not going to do those things and guarantee the voters that once they are in elected and in office, they're going to straighten things out, I've advised voters uh, not to vote for those candidates. And uh, instead to just vote for candidates that make it very clear they want to improve um the uh, achievement of our students, uh, and they have a plan for doing that, and that they certainly want to examine the textbooks and the curricula uh, of the district to make sure that there is no infiltration from Marxist ideology. Um, and if there is, that they will get rid of those books. And if there's any uh, training of teachers going on uh, with respect to Marxist ideology, that, that they, they will stop that training and insist that teachers only teach the, you know, the, the, the three R's, reading, writing, and arithmetic. That's what we got in school, and that was plenty good for me. I have a PhD uh, in psychology myself, and so my traditional non-woke education through the New York City public school system got me to where I am in life right now. So it should... The same thing should still hold for our students today. So, like I said, the, no one wants to uh, submit to an interview. Uh, granted, the interview could be pointed because I want to ask those questions, and I think the voters want to know. Um, so here in America, we've got lots of people um, who are afraid to um, to make their, their voices known about what they want to advocate uh, and the reason for that is because there's an entrenched bureaucracy of Marxists running our educational system in America. They are already in power. They already control the curriculum. They already control the textbooks. The, the co- companies like Pearson that manufacture uh, and, and, and distribute the textbooks have been woke for a long time and have been, co- and have been uh, uh, putting in anti-American and woke and victimization type of uh, ideology into their textbooks. So the left in the country doesn't want to be exposed because they will remain in power that way. So it really comes down to whether or not our communities are going to stand up to these uh, these people. Uh, I almost said creeps because I think that's what they are for doing this. Um, and, and, and expose them for what they are. But that requires uh, conservatives to open up their mouths and be direct with, uh, with their views and uh, not be afraid of losing elections, but instead uh, want our, uh, our voters to know for sure what is going on. So if you live in Lake Placid, <coughs> pardon me, if you live in Lake Placid, my advice is demand that the candidates for our local school board election make known 
what they plan on doing uh, in terms of better spending the $20 million a year they raise in taxes to ensure a more competitive academic school district and what they're going to do to examine the school books and get rid of the school books and curricula that involve this Marxist ideology that has been uh, uh, developing throughout the country. I, I read another article recently that indicated that the Department of Education of the state of Florida has discovered a huge number of mathematics, get this folks, mathematics textbooks that contain woke ideology with references to um, uh, people uh, who want accuracy in mathematical thinking are actually embodying um, a white supremacist ideology. Um, the the De Florida Department of Education has removed those books from their list. Why are we not doing the same thing here in New York State and in Lake Placid? So that's my spiel for this morning, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, and um, with that, I'm going to say God bless America. And I'm also going to say God bless Ukraine. Um, I'm going to put a little music on here to sign off. Uh, stay tuned. We've got some great new podcasts coming up now that I'm back from vacation. And uh, the war in Ukraine is not going so well for Vladimir Putin, but it could be going better for the Ukrainians. I can only say that much. Let's see what happens. Thanks for listening. This is the Dr. Raymond Havlicek podcast. Peace.